0: I was kind of dumbfounded. Like I've known this guy for so long. I've met his whole family, he's brought his mom in, his son in, and he hangs up on me for his mistake and for standing up for myself. And I that on top of all these little things was that realization. Like, you know what? Fuck this.
1: Welcome to season one, episode two of Mental Health Mondays, a series committed to mental wellness and understanding. I'm your host, Cody Morell. I'm seriously so excited to have a very special guest on this episode. Can you guess who it is?
0: My name is Jen Jacob, married to Cody, the other half of Swoon.
1: It's my wife. She's honestly the nicest and most understanding person I know, and if it wasn't for her, I would still be in this very dark place, and this show probably wouldn't exist, so let's give it up for her. (laughs) Anyway, Jen does hair professionally full-time, and she's also my second shooter for weddings. You can visit SpoonCC.com to see our work, and I'll link it down in the notes as well. She definitely deserves the world, and this week, she's going out and she's grabbing it. So make sure you stick around and hear from Jen on why getting out of your comfort zone can really change your life. If you enjoy the show, make sure to share this with your friends because it really helps us out. And maybe you'll help someone out too. Also, Apple podcast is taking forever approving the show. So for now you can find it on Spotify or anchor by visiting the notes or searching mental health Mondays please make sure to visit mentalhealthmondays.io for more information and also subscribe to the youtube channel which is swoon creative collective also down in the notes and um if you visit the website you can go on there and you can vent and leave whatever you want can be a book it can be short if you feel like it you can no one's gonna respond but you can let it out get it off your chest Also, if you just enjoy the show when you want to let us know and even be featured on a podcast, uh, send some kind words. Tell us you enjoy what we're doing, because I think that's important. Anyway, here's my wife,
0: Jen Jacob. Uh, I was born and raised in Las Vegas, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know why we stayed here this long. Uh, I've been a hairstylist for over 10 years now, which is kind of blowing my mind. It's strange. Um, Yeah, I just got into photography a little under a year ago, although I helped you shoot weddings for the last two years.
1: So you've been doing hair for 10 years and you just kind of said you've been helping me shoot weddings. Um, Not super often, right? Okay. So, not super often you own a Sony A7 III because I suggested you get one because I really wanted one <laughs> and I thought it was a good camera to start with. So, why don't you tell people th- it's Saturday night by the way. It's like 11:18. Jen just got off work at well, not just got off work, but she got she went to work today. She went and stood on her feet and did people's hair for 8 to 9 hours and that's common for her like 8 to 10 hours. Um and she comes home and She'll make dinner. That's a pretty common thing, too. Although I've been trying to help more with that lately, (laughs) hopefully. (laughs) But tonight she came home and she made dinner because I was running other errands. I was getting stuff done for us, too, like getting dog food and whatever. So I want you to it's Saturday night. Keep that in mind. Tomorrow, what are we doing?
0: So tomorrow we are road tripping up to San Francisco. Which is exciting. And for what? Kind of nerve wracking. Uh, We're going to go for me. I'm going to attend the Evolve workshop out there and jump into photography, which is kind of scary. I'm kind of nervous about it. I I was like excited and was telling everybody all about it. And now that we have one more sleep until we leave, it's kind of like, holy shit. We're really doing this. I really spent like a thousand plus and we're going to spend a lot more traveling, but I'm finally ready. So, yeah.
1: Holy shit, right? Like, that's amazing. I've known about this, obviously, for a while. You're just finding out about it. So like, what is it that finally you're just like, I'm going to spend some money. I'm going to invest in myself and I'm going to go to San Francisco and do this workshop. Like what finally hit you that, or even you can go back further if you want. If you want to go back to the beginning, tell tell everyone why you want to be a photographer.
0: Well, I, I've always been creative by my family standards. And I used to paint and draw all the time. And I used to write. And I think I just always had this crazy anxiety and and I would like make myself sick. I like physically sick. I remember going to the doctor in elementary school cuz my stomach just hurt and I couldn't describe it and I just I thought it was like normal. I thought I was sick and it wasn't really ever talked about anxiety or, or mental illness or anything. So I think in high school, that anxiety kind of peaked and I hid behind makeup and, and that was my dream when I went into the cosmetology program. <clears throat> and uh, I just wanted to be uh, a makeup artist. Like I did heavy makeup. I'm so glad I can't get into my photo bucket account because I'm sure there's some really cringe worthy <laughs> photos in there that you could blackmail me with <laughs> and I would do unspeakable things to prevent them from getting out on the internet because they're that bad. But you know, I I think it was because of that. It's weird that I gravitated toward hair because I was an anxious person, and I think now, being ten years in, I've been through any like any kind of circumstance you could think of being mistreated and bending over backwards for people and teaching people how to treat me not in the best way. It's It was a kind of a combination of a lot of little moments, but most recently I had a, a client, I, I did his hair for probably six or seven years and he followed me from salon to salon. Surprisingly, I didn't think he was the type that would do that to be honest, but he he missed his appointment and it was his mistake you know my booking software sends a a reminder text the day before and it gives you the date and time and everything so it's foolproof but he thought it was for friday it was for thursday and he got really upset and asked me if i had if i was going to charge him a, a cancellation fee or no show fee and I said, well, yeah, I've been sitting here. I can't do anything. It's past your appointment time. So I've lost out on money. So yes, you do. That's how I run my business. And he uh, like m- muttered some, some words. I don't know if he was cussing at me. And then he hangs up. And I was kind of dumbfounded. Like I- I've known this guy for so long. I've met his whole family. He's brought his mom in, his son in. And he hangs up on me. For his mistake and for standing up for myself. And I thought on top of all these little things was that realization like, you know what? Fuck this. (laughs) I'm tired of people treating me like this. And it's my fault because I've taught people how to treat me. And I, I just realized that I'm bending over and twisting and contorting and my body aches. And it sucks standing on your feet for Eight to 12 hours. Like, mm-hmm. Saturdays are usually really busy, and eight hours is, like, not uncommon to work. And yeah. I just am not inspired anymore. It's so hard to to wrangle these 150, 200 people, and, and it's constantly being pulled in every direction. I feel like I don't get days off because I'm constantly replying to people and scheduling and coordinating and on top of that I'm not getting respected and it's not even a creative thing anymore it's just like going through the motions a lot of times and and trying to cope with it and getting dumped on everyone's problems and being this energy sponge is really like toxic I would say Uh, not everyone is like that But after a while, it wears you down. You know, you're kind of who you hang out with and who you associate with, you absorb it. And I just realized that it's not worth it to put my body through that kind of stress and mentally to put myself through that kind of beating. So I finally decided yes, I'm going to invest in myself and go to San Francisco and take this opportunity, it's not even a chance, because I worked at a corporate salon and I was an artistic director, so I would go and teach other stylists and I was the youngest person in the room teaching these older stylists who've been doing hair longer than I've been alive. So you can imagine, I got treated shitty. Yeah. You know, no one wanted to hear what I had to say because what can this young person know, even though, yeah, you've been doing this for how long, but you've been doing it wrong. <laughs> Can't even cut a straight line. I'm trying to help you. Um, but yeah, I just, it's, it's going to work out because I've left corporate. I've left the safety net, been self-employed for over three years now, and it's, not risky. It's. I think it's just conquering that lack of self-confidence. And like the first episode of the show is imposter syndrome. And I think that is really prevalent in my scenario. And, And a lot of people, especially when you're making a transition after doing something for 10 years, it's scary. And sometimes I think like, what the fuck am I doing? Am I really cut out for this? But I I know I'll make it work. You know, you're there to support me, too. And there's so many resources out there. And yeah, I'm excited and anxious and terrified and all the above.
1: I really love that whole explanation because I feel like maybe I don't even get the full version sometimes. I feel like we kind of keep things from each other. We were talking about this earlier, right? Mm -hmm. I really enjoy what I'm doing now and I don't want to say it. I I have a hard time saying it in front of you because I know you're having a hard time like with what you're doing. So how does that make you feel? Like, how does that make you feel seeing me stay at home a lot and make more money and have way more freedom than you do? Like, I don't, I've never, I don't think I ever asked you that.
0: Well, I think the roles were kind of reversed when I first got out of corporate and made the jump to be self-employed and you were still working in a warehouse and very strict schedule, clock in, clock out. And I think I kind of understand how you feel in a weird twist of worlds, but You know, I I think it's getting over that insecurity in in that I don't want to say guilt. Like, I'm not worthy of making X amount of dollars because then I have these weird associations with money and and feeling guilty. Like, people are going to look at me different or they're going to judge me. Or if I have money, then that means I'm greedy or, you know, I'm taking advantage of people. So I I think getting over those weird connotations about like earning X amount of money, we'll say like $5,000, right? That's like a pretty good chunk of money like to go shoot a wedding. And I think that's going to be scary. The first time I make that much money on my own, like I'm probably gonna freak out and and for some people that's nothing like oh you know I write $50,000 proposals no big deal what's five grand whatever (laughs) and uh it's all about perspective I think but going back to like how I feel toward you having all that freedom it's kind of inspiring and also frustrating because I do work really hard and And I think on an individual level, maybe my clients don't look at it as like, oh, you know, poor Jen, like, I'm sick. I have to cancel on her last minute. You know, it's just a $40 haircut, though. She'll be okay. But if five people do that to me in a week and two of them are big color projects that I blocked out a few hours for at a time, that's a significant blow to my income. Mm -hmm. And then I'm freaking out, like, how how am I going to pay this credit card bill or you know, we have to eat ramen this week and, you know, like what what's cheap that we can make that's going to last, but I, I can't be mad at people. And so that's, that's kind of where I struggle with is trying to juggle all these emotions and being understanding and being happy for you for finding your passion. And also it's kind of like fuel for my fire too. Like I want to get there, and I deserve it yeah. and if I work really hard, I will get there, mm-hmm. nothing's gonna ever get handed to anybody, but I have you to help me, and I think the future I'm optimistic about it getting there with you so i, I there's not any like animosity or resentment, especially now that you know you're you're taking charge of your mental health and doing better for yourself instead of just hanging out chilling, you know, when you'd, when you'd be in the same spot I left and you you were still in that spot and I'd ask you, how was your day? And yeah. you're like, well, you're looking at it. and just hanging out, watch Netflix, my famous word. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, it's hard, especially when you're not busy. I had those days when I first quit, uh, I the remember. salon, yeah, and and I would kind of be freaking out internally, but I love the freedom because you know I work forty hours a week on my feet, and I was tired, and it's just hard. Yeah. It's hard when you're in slow season too, but it's hard to have a structure when you don't have to punch in and out.
1: Structure is a whole another episode. Like you're about to open up a giant can of worms, yes. but um, in your own words, however you want to say it. Why photography? What what about photography you just thought about and you were like, fuck, yes, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. Was it not like that for you?
0: I don't think it was like, yes, photography, this is the key to my happiness. Okay. It was like, pick up a camera and I kind of saw things in a different perspective and it was cool to see that and like get some interesting shots and you know you were like wow you're a natural at it and i was like oh okay like this is something i think i could do i talk to people all day and build these relationships with them and people tell their hairstyle is some crazy shit (laughs) (laughs) i mean um And I'm kind of like a social chameleon in that way, like knowing my audience and, oh, this person is more peachy. So don't like go too crazy. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I think with photography and with anything, it's kind of like a challenge in a way. Like, oh, okay, well, this is how this works. And I'm a technical person. So I think that's why... I need that balance between creative and technical. I need rules, but also a lot of freedom. And with doing hair, there's chemicals and there's definite no-nos, but you can like go with it and you have a lot of freedom. And I think it's the same thing with photography and filmmaking too. There's... Definite structural guidelines like composition wise or even like shutter speeds. There's rules you have to adhere to, but everything else is kind of fair game. And I think that's why I gravitated toward photography was it's another outlet where I can be creative, but for me it eases my anxiety to have rules to follow. But seeing what I could do even post-production too. I'm like not there yet at all. Like Photoshop scares me, but (laughs) I'm only like eight months in. So it's, it's been a cool outlet and it doesn't hurt my body, (laughs) which is great. And I don't have a hundred and something people hounding me constantly and I could just shoot what I want and you know, give people the pretty stuff and they're always happy for the most part. But we'll see. There's bound to be an angry client eventually.
1: I think that there's always going to be the best people in the world get angry clients, right? There's just some people you're not going to please and that's okay. It's totally okay. I always looked at it. If I do something wrong and you get a bad response, like you're terrible. No, it's just... That's life, right? So I think it's awesome that you do see the world differently because I feel like that's how I've always been too. And I've never heard you say that. How crazy is that? We've been together for four years. We've been married for over a year. And I've never heard you say, oh, I really did want to do photography when I was young. We're still learning new things about each other. And that's really exciting. So like, I'm excited for you. I'm proud of you. And I just want to take a quick second that if you have a wife or a partner or anyone in your life, like support them, right? Because you're just going to get it back like always when you when you support the people in your life. So we wanted to do this episode because tomorrow we're obviously going to San Francisco. You're going to do that workshop. This is going to be a two part episode. The second part is going to be how you feel after this this workshop. So, what do you think is like the biggest thing right now if just off the top of your head start answering it in your head right now. What do you think the biggest thing is that you're afraid of when we go to San Francisco?
0: I think the biggest thing I am afraid of is change. I've always considered myself a people pleaser and I think having this full clientele. It's overwhelming in thinking I have to let all those people down someday and tell them I'm not doing hair anymore. And I think change is always scary. It's uncomfortable. No one ever does anything fucking great in their comfort zone. And I think it's scary. Like you leave the nest and you fly away and you don't know if you're going to fall or not. And I think having someone supportive like you, you support me with everything. Tell me I'm great at everything. And I think I'm just afraid of not living up to my own expectations and feeling like an imposter like oh she's just jumping on the bandwagon you know he does film making and she wants to be this photographer photographer and i don't know if it's being female and always being dismissed and fuck that i am too much of a feminist to just be pigeonholed into this female only role of hairdressing or photography like i want to do whatever i want to do and I can make it work, but it's taking the first step and going in blind and not knowing what you're doing that's kind of scary. You're afraid of failing, but I think we'll always make it work. It's just your perspective on it. It's, it
1: really mm-hmm. is. So, to kind of go back a little bit, just real quick, when I started filmmaking, I actually received a good amount of money from my mom. She passed away like two years ago. That's what jump started my, okay, I'm going to buy these cameras. I'm going to do all this stuff, right? So it is scary, but it wasn't that scary for me because I said, oh, I have a year. I have a year to figure this out. I made the money last two years, but, you know, things happened. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Um. I remember being so excited. I remember you cheering me on. What? So now that you've kind of covered what your biggest, like, anxious thing about going to Evolve and starting photography now, what are you excited about? I think that we should totally tell people something that they can hear and they can just feel so good. Cause, like, that's important. It's important not just to make it. Sad or like anxious or whatever. I want to hear what you're excited about. Like first thing, it could be anything. Really, it can.
0: I think I'm excited about the freedom and opportunity because your first year of being a filmmaker full time, we traveled so much. Like we went to Colorado and... Blake and Michelle's wedding we met them they're our Airbnb host and we oh, just awesome. made friends with them and they were amazing they're they're amazing and we went to uh Riverton Wyoming we got to travel to Yellowstone on the way and we went to Hawaii and where else do we go I don't even we've traveled so much <laughs> and then just thinking that it was all like opportunities that your work brought it's inspiring to see what what can I do like what what can I help us do with photography and I think even on top of that just having a clean slate how, how many people get to restart their lives with a different career at almost 30 that's that's when people usually figure their shit out <laughs> and i'm over here like okay well we're gonna try this and we'll see what happens i'm jumping in yeah. but i think i'm I'm most excited about that and overcoming my insecurities and anxieties too because i i had the worst social anxiety i, I would physically get sick And my first job was retail where I had to walk up to strangers, but I did it because I knew I wanted money and all this freedom. And if there's motivation for me, I know I can do it. And we have so much motivation to get what we want in life because we're going to manifest it. So I'm excited for all that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am seriously so excited for you, too. I hope this doesn't sound like I'm doing my podcast voice <laughs> and it's just like genuine because I really am so excited for you. I've never spent money on education. I did Eric Thane's like lighting thing. I still haven't finished it because he was shooting with a red and I thought I needed a red to f- to continue doing it. But that's so not true. So I'll probably go back to it. Maybe that's what I'll do when we're in San Francisco. Maybe one night I'll just sit and watch, you know, like some education stuff. So this is probably the last question. I think this can be a whole episode, too. But how do you feel about paying for for education? Like what? What about it? Were you like, yeah, I I could justify this money. Like we're going to spend two thousand dollars going to San Francisco to go to this workshop. I know that's that's hard to do. It's hard to spend that money because you're working a full-time job you don't like you know and you have to go to that job to pay this off so that's like it has to suck but there's obviously something you saw at the workshop right that you were like this is going to be awesome and i'm going to make this so amazing so just like tell me however long you want to make it you can make it brief but tell me like what what about that workshop you saw that you were like i'm going to take this chance not this chance we talked about that it's not a chance it's I'm gonna go do this.
0: Well, I think because I've been a hairstylist for ten years, and and I take education really seriously. I mean, I was an educator for a short period of time, and and I saw how inspired those stylists would be, especially when they were new and just starting, and just had basic what you get out of school and and everything else you learn in the field and on the job, but. I just saw how inspired they would leave, even if it was the same information kind of spun a different way. But when I could truly give them something that they needed, that they were craving for and and can answer questions and specifically guide them in a direction, it was the coolest thing ever. And, And that's what I miss about it. I don't miss the Coordination and all that stuff because chasing people down via email is tough. But I think because I would go to the convention here in town every year and take classes on hair and stay up to date on all the newest trends and watch YouTube videos and Instagram, every all these tutorials. And I just thought, whatever, I spend that much money on my craft all the time and now i'm just pivoting and focusing on photography and so i did a lot of research and and there's so many different styled shoots you can do and i think that's what brought me over to to this workshop was that it has all these keynote speakers that are really big in the industry and business classes and a lot of the behind the scenes stuff too that's going to help me succeed but the insecurity in feeling like an imposter I needed something for my portfolio like a styled shoot or two and and I think that coupled with all the information I'll learn i realized this is a really good deal compared to just one workshop it's a weekend that I'm really taking gamble on this is over the course of four days so it's not that bad when you look at it And you realize that's why the universe made credit cards. (laughs) And I never used to be like that. You know how much anxiety I get when there's a balance on anything. And it's programmed in me from not having money growing up. But I know I'm responsible. I'm not my upbringing. And it's going to be... A couple jobs under my belt, it's going to be paid for. You know, money comes and goes. But if you invest in yourself, even if you don't learn anything, like if you went to a workshop and you heard the same information you found on YouTube, it's just inspiring to hear it again. And even just to pay that money to get inspired to do better for the next six months or however long that inspiration lasts, it's so worth it. I think, especially ask your clients, you know, when you're inspired, they're going to notice your work is better. So I I think that kind of pushed me over the edge and I hit the click and put in my, yeah, spent the money, put in my credit card and like, Oh God, what did I do? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do that until I got my statement, but whatever. (laughs)
1: Okay, well, that was an awesome answer. I love it. Oh, my God. You're amazing. I can't believe you're my wife. I'm going to this is the last thing. Real briefly, if you could summarize, what would you leave anyone listening that maybe has doubts about doing something new? I mean, we're mostly geared towards creatives, right? Because it's it's fucking hard doing our jobs like I sit in this room most of my life alone. It's hard. I want you to come be with me. And I also want you to be happy. So, like, what if you could do it in, like, a couple sentences? And honestly, if you want to think about it, you can. That's what editing's for, all right? <laughs> what would you say to someone that was struggling, like you were at the beginning with photography?
0: I just saw Lily try and bury Shorty, and he growled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, or, explain.
0: <laughs> we have a little doggy bed right here, and... The animals all use it, our cat Lily and both of our dogs. And so it's this power struggle we've been witnessing over the last couple of weeks since we got it. But Lily likes to go up and bury our food if we like set our plate down on the dining room table. And she likes to put her butthole on the table as well, (laughs) Uh, which is really gross. (laughs) But she buries anything, the dog's food. She doesn't like it, buries it. And so I just saw her try and bury Shorty. <laughs> what are you doing? You're out of line. <laughs> he growled at her, but just enough for her to like, oh, oops. <laughs> Not a turd. Not a turd. <laughs> <laughs> um, What was your question?
1: <laughs> just like summarize in like a couple of sentences, like what you would tell someone that's struggling with like wanting to make a, cho- a change. And they're just not doing it. Like you did that for a while, right? So.
0: I would say that you have to find out what makes your soul happy. And sometimes that changes in life. And it's okay to change your mind. We all grow. So why wouldn't our desires grow too? And I think if you are really passionate about something and you have the support you need even if it's just mental support you can do whatever you want people go back to school when they're 50 why can't i start photography at 29 anything's possible as long as you are passionate about it and you realize that your own limiting beliefs are what's stopping you
1: that was that was amazing (laughs) are you kidding that was like Hey, let me take this expensive mic you have here and just drop it on the floor. Oh, my God. I freaking love you. You know that? Like, you are inspiring on your own. You inspire me all the time. And, like, I don't care if I'm recording a podcast or recording a YouTube video. I'm going to tell everyone. I'm going to put this in the video. And it's going to be in the podcast. I love her. She is my best friend, my confidant, my freaking savior. And I'll never let you down anymore. I don't want to. I'm not going to never let you down. Some stuff is going to happen, I'm sure. But (laughs) I'm never going to intentionally let you down or hurt you. Because you are amazing. You can do anything. You can. And I hate that term or saying because you can't jump off a building and fly. But
0: But feminism.
1: (laughs) You have made me a better feminist, too. (laughs) I just had a conversation with a lady today at PetSmart about it. It was amazing. And it makes me feel good. And I'm just like, I wouldn't have been like that if it wasn't for you. You're an amazing person and you're going to do amazing things. And I hope you take me along for the ride with with (laughs) you because return the favor a little bit, please. (laughs) Because, yeah, I am. uh, I love you. Hmm. Give me a hug. Well, thank you so much for checking out episode two of Mental Health Mondays. This will be the only time I get to say this about a guest, but dang, I can't wait to crawl into bed with her later and be the big spoon. Make sure to tune in for part two of this episode after Jenna's finished with Evolve in San Francisco. It could be even more inspiring, but honestly, we won't know until after this week, right? No, it's going to be inspiring. You're going to want to check it out. Also, I just want to remind everyone that we are a bi-weekly series, so a new episode every two weeks. Part two may come out sooner than that, but we really can't promise anything. We're full-time creatives that we just really don't want to overwhelm ourselves, so sticking to every two weeks, I think that's doable. Otherwise you'll just have to stay vigilant and check often to see if this part two comes out sooner. Obviously, we're a new series, and telling your friends about us will really help out the show. Maybe it'll help some of your friends. Also, if you know any creatives that you think would make a great guest, please don't hesitate to email us at book at swoon.cc or by visiting swoon.cc and dropping a message. You can also visit mentalhealthmondays.io and drop a message there. Until the next episode, I'm Cody Morell, and our guest was Jen Jacob. We just want to remind you, take care of yourselves. The hunter thing, (laughs) yeah. So, what do you want? One, two, three, go. Or one, two, three, take care of yourselves. Okay.
0: One, two...